singing the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared
It's a happy Friday morning with the Clear Victory. My name is Andrew, who's with me on the call. Good morning. It's grateful, Deborah Evans. Good morning, Brother Andrew. God good bless you. Thank you, grateful Deborah Evans. It's good to hear your sound as well. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Give unto the Lord, O ye mighty. Give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The God of glory thundereth. The Lord is upon many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaketh the cedars, yea, the Lord breaketh the cedars of Lebanon. He maketh them also to skip like a calf, Lebanon and Syrian like a young unicorn. The voice of the Lord divideth flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shaketh the wilderness. The Lord shaketh the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord maketh the hinds to calve, and discovereth the forest. And in his temple doth everyone speak of his glory. The Lord sitteth upon the flood, yea, the Lord sitteth king forever. The Lord will give strength unto his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. It's a blessed Friday morning at the prayer victory. My name is Andrew. Who else is on the call? Good morning, Brother Andrew. Happy Friday. This is Brother Michael. Brother Michael, welcome to the morning. How you doing? How you doing, my brother? Uh, we're still pressing, brother. Keep me living. Oh, like, likewise, likewise. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. No, no. But it is simple. Trusting. Keep your feet moving. That's so right. Says, uh, yeah, yeah. But but there's there's strength in the number, brother. Strength in the number. And if all we have to do, all we have to do is stand with each other. If nobody else stands with us, we're in good stead. And so, yeah, I'm every for every day I got, I'm grateful. Uh, No matter what the challenges are, that's okay. Because I good morning, good morning, Susie. Good morning, Sister Susie. Good morning, Brother Andrew. How are you? I was just telling Brother Michael, we're still pressing, but but I'm 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 blessed. I'm I'm, I'm glad to be here. Glad oh, to be here. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you. God bless you. You know you're in my prayers, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, I do. Okay. And it's a, it's a good place to be. Well, that's well. Thank you. And we need to talk <laughs> on the phone soon, okay? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Talk to you later. Have a wonderful day. You as well. You as well. One of one of the things we we can learn a lot of of substance from the Jewish holidays, the high holy days as they call them, uh, in in our walk 
because Jesus came not to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. And one of the things in Passover, which is upcoming, one of the things, uh, part of your plate is you have bitter food on your plate because as the Seder uh, goes on, you are told to eat the bitter, you know, taste the bitter tears that your forebears had in bondage in Egypt. And so you have to eat that. Well, depending on where you eat your Seder, different foods represent bitterness, right? What's that got to do with us? Everybody's life is going to have bitter in it. But depending on what you're commissioned to, what blessings God gave you, who you were born to, where you're living, what you're doing, how your health is, everybody's got something bitter in there. But not everybody's bitter is the same. Happy Friday, Sister Yvonne. God bless you. God is always... Yes, he does. And he's got our back, too. He's got our back. He's got our front. And and, and we've got our side. Yes. Amen. So good to hear your sound. Happy Friday. It's a joyous morning at Declare Victory. My name is Andrew. Who else just joined us? Good morning, Andrew. This is Sister Stephanie. God bless you, Sister Stephanie. Happy Friday. Thank you. Happy Friday. It's Prosperous Pam. God bless you, Prosperous. How are you doing, Brother Andrew? Uh, still pressing, but I'm glad I'm here. I keep me lifted. You lift it, brother. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, Andrew. God bless you. Happy Friday. It's a good Friday. It's a good Friday, but we need to keep, we need to be careful today because the winds in some parts of the country, the winds are excessive. And there have been uh, killer tornadoes over the night. So we need to keep keep those folks in prayer. Good morning, Miss Diane. Happy Friday. Good morning, Diane. Good morning, Diane. Happy Friday to you. Thank you. How you feeling? Still pressing. Still pressing. Just keep me lifted, please. I will. Hey, Andrew. <laughs> Yes. Good morning. The joy of the Lord is your strength. I actually was thinking about you this morning, so know that I am lifting you up. I know Diane is too, and know that you're loved. Feel it from California, bruh. We love you. Thank you. Thank you. Feeling it over here in PA. As I was telling Brother Michael, uh, we, if we just stand for each other, you know, God's got us. Poor guard, rear guard. If we just stand with each other on the flank, that's enough. And so I'm glad I'm glad to serve in this army. And this army is on the march this Friday. It's men's day. 
My name's Andrew. Who's with me on the call? I will extol thee, O Lord, for thou hast lifted me up and hast not made my foes to rejoice over me. O Lord, my God, I cried unto thee, and thou hast healed me. O Lord, thou hast brought up my soul from the grave. Thou hast kept me alive, that I should not go down to the pit. Sing unto the Lord, O ye saints of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. It's Friday to declare victory. Men's Day. Who's just joined us on this call? Good morning, Brother Andrew. Yes, indeed, it is Favor Friday. This is Rochelle. Have a good day, sir. God bless you, Rochelle. Happy Friday. Happy Favor Friday. Good morning, Sister Sylvia. Happy Friday. God bless you, Sister Sylvia. Happy Friday to you. Is there anyone else? Good morning. Happy Friday. And favor will be on all of us in the name of Jesus. Have a blessed day. This is Sister Melinda. God bless you, Sister Melinda. Happy Friday. Thank you for that declaration. Now, according to the clock on the wall, it's time we got our morning started. I'm going to ask you, everyone who can hear me, to check your phone, activate the mute feature. This call is being recorded, and we need to make sure that there is nothing, nothing whatsoever that the enemy can use to distract the listeners from the heard word of God. Good morning again. My name is Andrew again. And I welcome everyone to declare victory. Who are we? This is who we are. We are a prayer call and we meet Monday through Saturday starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And we're here to edify, empower, encourage and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Today is Favor Friday, Men's Day, where only men are scheduled in the lineup to bless you. Be sure to continue joining us daily through this month of March, where our new theme is entitled Direction. Monthly theme for March is Direction. This means that all of our declarations will be regarding direction straight from the word of God. Two announcements are before us today. Firstly, please join us this evening for Friday Night Live, tonight from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time again, by calling the same number. You will definitely be blessed. The title of the call is Deep Rooted. Secondly, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths. Along with prayer, 
during the week in outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving your support to this mission? Three ways you can support us. Firstly, declarevictory.org. Secondly, paypal.me slash declarevictory. Or thirdly, cash app, dollar sign, I declare victory now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for giving and trusting in Him. There were no new online prayer requests, but there are so many requests that revolve, and then we need to keep visiting. We need to remember the children. Children are still being impacted. They are the most uh, vulnerable, along with the elderly and the widows and the poor in our society today. And they remain vulnerable despite agencies, outlook, and people just trying to pitch in and help. They are incarcerated separated from their parents, either by mean governmental uh, agencies, whether by acts they've done or been accused of doing uh, through death, bereavement, uh, we need to reach out to them through prayer to cover them. We need to include the first line, frontline workers in our prayers, the ones that are fighting against the ravages of the virus in this pandemic, the ones that are weary, the ones that cannot be replaced, and so they cannot lightly walk away, the ones that are being lost in the shuffle, the ones that are isolated and lonely. See, it's different when you are a frontline worker and you come back to people that you love. If you are bereaved, if you are recently divorced or separated, uh, that loneliness can creep up and, and, and just be a heavy weight that you need to bear on top of everything else. We're praying for them. We're praying for the lonely. Consequently, we're praying for the scared. We're praying for the financially pressed. We're praying for uh, off officials in the hospitals that have to make really tough decisions who don't know God, who don't respect people. We're praying for them. We're praying for government officials. We are praying for the military. We are praying for schools and school administrators who have to make tough decisions about getting the children back in school. But they may not and the teachers may not be vaccinated yet we are praying for each other we are praying for the peace of jerusalem we're praying for marriages we're praying for families we're praying for uh the, the government funds to be used properly to go where they're needed we're praying for the hungry we're praying for the homeless so many prayers needed so many people need to be covered. We as intercessor prayer warriors should always be busy covering those that need our help.
order the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Brother Jeff. The declaration will be brought by Pastor Winston. That order once again. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Jeff. The declaration will be brought by Pastor Winston. Right after that, we'll go directly into love, life, and victory. And Pastor Winston will handle closing comments based on the work that he brings forth. Scripture for today is Genesis 50, 20. Chapter 50, verse 20. As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good, to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. Please, ma'am, please, sir, once again, check your phone, make sure the mute feature is activated, and continue to check just to make sure that uh, nothing has made it trip off so that the word of God can go forth without any interruption. Thank you this morning for your patience with me. I'm not on point as I usually am, but I'm, I'm, I'm in this to the end. Next voice you hear will be that of Brother Jeff leading us to the throne of grace. And now pass the call. My name is Andrew Hart. God bless you all. Good morning, God the Father. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Holy Spirit, good morning. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Good morning. Declare victory. Hallelujah, Lord God. Glory to your name this morning. Glory. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Father God, we come to you this morning, Lord God, with humble hearts, Lord God, and bowed heads, Lord God, giving you thanks, Lord God, for another day, Lord God, another opportunity, Lord God, to reverence you, Lord, and to lift up the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, for Brother Andrew this morning, Lord God, and all of those uh, spoken requests, Lord God, that we are continually to pray for, Lord God, and to give you thanks in advance, Lord God, for the answering of our prayers, Lord God. Lord God, before I go any further, Lord God, let me repent, Lord God, and ask for, for forgiveness, Lord God, of my sins, Lord God, and my slowfulness, Lord God, and my disobedience, Lord God. Lord God, forgive me, Lord God. Lord God, let nothing hinder my prayers this morning, Lord God. Let nothing hinder my prayers going forward, Lord God, as I cry out to you, Lord God, and praise you, Lord God, and lift up the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you for reminding us, Lord God, of all that we have to be grateful for, Lord God, which is much, Lord God. Lord God, I'm thinking about those, Lord God, that are seeking asylum here in the United States, Lord God, seeking a better life, Lord God, that trying to get across the border, Lord God, so they can have a better life, Lord God, that are stuck in those places, Lord God. Oh, my heart goes out to them, Lord God. 
Oh, we know that the borders need to be protected, Lord God, for those that would come and cause harm in this nation, Lord God. But those, Lord God, that are seeking a silence, Lord God, from oppression, Lord God. We lift them up to you, Lord God. Those that are separated from their children, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Intervene, Lord God, into their situation, Lord God. Lord God, there is so much going on in the world today. But, Lord God, we are grateful, Lord God, that our eyes are focused on you. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Let us, Lord God. Continue to serve, Lord God. Yes, Lord. We pray, Lord. We continue to pray for the heart of a servant, Lord God. Help us, Lord God, to do your will, Lord God. Thy will be done, Lord God. Lord God, we are just agents and servants of you, Lord God. So much is going on in the world today, Lord God. Lord God, oh, hallelujah, Lord God. We continue, Lord God, to pray, Lord God, as Brother Andrew said, Lord God, for the children, Lord God, and the, 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 the teachers, Lord God, and the educational system, Lord God. This country, Lord God, getting back on track, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. So, Lord God, we pray, Lord God, for the for the administrator, the superintendent on down, Lord God, to the custodian, Lord God, to cover our children, Lord God, as we prepare for them, Lord God, to get back into the mainstream, Lord God, get back to some some uh, 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 familiarity, Lord God, of going to school, getting their education, Lord God. Lord God, we want to say thank you, Lord God, for the that the pandemic, Lord God, that you have provided a vaccine for us, Lord God, and folks are being vaccinated, Lord God, and oh, hallelujah, Lord God, and, and the death rate is going down. Thank you. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. So we continue to lift up the, the frontline workers, Lord God, in every area, Lord God those that are working tirelessly, Lord God, to save lives, Lord God, and to get this country back on track, to get the country open, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah. So much to be grateful for, Lord God. Yes, Lord God. We continue, Lord God, to, to pray, Lord God, for uh, marriages, Lord God, our communities, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Our pastors, Lord God, our, our, our bishops, Lord God, those that are praying for their congregation, Lord God. Lord God, our military, Lord God, our, our president, Lord God, our Congress, our Senate, Lord God. Yes, Lord, we continue to pray and to lift this nation up to you. So much to be grateful for, Lord God. Lord God, we pray individually, Lord God. We pray collectively, Lord God. Lord God, we declare victory today. Oh, yes, Lord God. So we, I say thank you, Lord God, for this prayer line, Lord God, where we come together every six days a week, Lord God, at 6 a.m., Lord God, to pray and to intercede, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for the victory that we have, Lord God, 
through our prayers, Lord God, through our belief, Lord God. Lord God, we believe that when we pray, Lord God, that our prayers will be answered, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. So much to be grateful for, Lord God. So, Lord God, I lift up every believer, Lord God, that is connected to this prayer line. Lord God, in their household, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you for covering us, Lord God, and keeping us, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Our eyes, our hearts, and our minds is focused on you, Lord God. We cast our cares on you. Lord God, we trust and believe in your word, Lord God. Lord God, we stand on your holy word. So much to be grateful for, Lord God. Lord God, we pray, Lord God, for our adult children, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Even though they're, they're grown, Lord God, and out of the household, Lord God, we pray your protection and covering over them as well, Lord God. Lord God, we pray, Lord God, that our lives, Lord God, will impact and influence, Lord God, their choices, Lord God, as they see us live, Lord God, walk out our salvation, Lord God, as we seek holiness, Lord God, a hallelujah, Lord God, that they will come in, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for the covering and protection over our adult children, Lord God. So much to be grateful for, Lord God. Lord God, I'm not, I, I'm not going to long, no longer, Lord God. Uh, just let me ask everyone on the line this morning to help me praise God and cry out to him this morning. Let's all take our phone off of me. Thank you. 
Amen. For those of you that have your your Bibles open or are tracing us through uh, a, a pad, I am at Psalm 70 this morning. This rings in my spirit. I won't be before you long, but I'm asking you to to pray the Lord speak for me and pray that what is spoken penetrates our hearts this morning. This psalm is a psalm of request. Right now, people are un up underneath. You can fill in the blank. They're under up underneath uh, a weight, <clears throat> a weight, a heaviness that is not a usual heaviness. It may be financial. It may be pandemic related one way or another. It may be family related one way or another. They may be fighting off bereavement. They may be fighting off relationship change, like a breakup, a separation. It may just be age. It may be being at the age when you fear checking their obituaries because ideally there's going to be one of your friends listed. There's the loneliness that comes from the people that you thought were on the high road to heaven for the long haul started to slop off. And then in your circle, that really just left you. And I'm not talking about not having friends. No. What I'm talking about is that inner circle, the ones that you would go to, kick your shoes off and relax, the ones that knew you before, uh, they have fallen away. And you feel isolated and alone. Uh, this is for the people that are surrounded by their enemies, whomever they may be. They may be within your house. They may be within your church. They may be on your job. They may be your neighbors. And you both have 35-year mortgages, so neither of you are really going anywhere. And there's a disconnect. Everybody has a something, and they're underneath that something right now. And this, this psalm speaks to that. Verse one says, make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. And I'm gonna read it like it's being written, okay? Because the second verse without inflection just states, let them be ashamed and confounded that seek after my soul. Let them be turned backward and put to confusion that desire my hurt. That's not how he wrote it. This is how he wrote it. Let them be ashamed and confounded that seek after my soul. Let them be turned backward and put to confusion that desire my hurt. That's verse three. Let them be turned back for a reward of, of their shame that say, aha, aha. 
let all those that seek thee rejoice and be glad in thee. And let such as love thy salvation say continually, let God be magnified. But I am poor and needy. Make haste to help me, O God. Thou art my help and my deliverer. O God, make no tarrying. Okay, this is a cry for help. He needs God. She needs God. She needs God now. She knows that God doesn't always come when we think now should be. But he's always in the now. He always operates in the now. Even in the past, it was a now thing. When Egypt had their hooks in Israel deeply in bitter bondage, God told Moses, I am come down to deliver them. Okay, he's always in the now, but just doesn't feel like it to us because we mark time according to the pain we're having. When we're having a good time, oh man, the clock runs really fast. When we're up against it, clock drains and runs slow. It's even glacial. And so the way we feel basically when we're wrapped in our circumstances, that determines how we gauge the passage of time. And it seems like God is always slow. And the psalmist is crying out like we do, God, we need you now. Come speedily and make no tarrying. You know, I beg you. And you can beg the Lord and you can plead the blood all you want. And we need to. And those are sure-fouled weapons in our arsenal because our, our weapons are not carnal. However, it's his will that is going to be done. He is sovereign. Make no question. And when he divines in his own heart that he's acting at this particular point he won't act before and he won't be late he won't be early he will always be now and this psalm though short is very powerful because we are not the psalmist but it's written through our voice we need help we're going to our deliverer. We're going to our God. We're going to our Lord. You know, we ask that, you know, we never be ashamed for seeking him. Let those people be ashamed that turn their back on you. Let those people be ashamed that are coming after one of your children. You said in your word, O oh Lord, Touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. I serve as that, Father God, and they want to hurt me, help me. Elijah had that on his mind. He came to the Lord uh, after calling down fire from heaven in a very big, dynamic, dramatic gesture. Took all day. And the prophets of Baal and the prophetesses of Ashtaroth, his consort, you know, got hacked up at the end of the day because they lost the trial by fire. And then Jezebel, who was king in Israel, 
you know, stepped over her husband Ahab, who was the named king in Israel. And she sent a message to Elijah, made sure he got it. And she said, let the gods do to me, and more so, if thou life is not as one of the lives of these by this time tomorrow. So she gave him a 24-hour edict that I'm going to dismember you this time tomorrow. So you had your fun today, you died tomorrow. And he knew who she was. She was king in Israel. He knew she had the authority and power to do exactly what she wished. And the fact was, he wasn't sure that God had his back. So he ran and he kept running. And an angel uh, stopped him where he was and ministered to him. He gave him a cake baked on coals and a cruise of water. And Elijah ate it and then went back to sleep. One of those depression sleeps where, you know, you feel that weight on you and you think that you and only you are wrestling with it. And so then you just, under like just, I give up. And he did. He said, it is enough, O Lord. Take my life. For I am no better than my fathers, meaning the ones that murmured in the wilderness against Moses. He's like, just this let's end it now. And here's the funny thing, God is sovereign. Elijah is still not dead. We're told in scripture that he was uh, separated from Elisha by a whirlwind by 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 a whirlwind and the chariot of fire you know was there he got in and it took him straight to the kingdom so he has not died yet but he told god god that day take my life because i I messed up i'm weak i lost took an l let's just get this over with and the angel came and woke him up with another Another mood, another food uh, basket with the baked coal and the the water. He's like, you got to eat again because the journey that you're taking is too great for you. Next verse says that Elijah ate and drank in the strength of that food uh, 40 days to the mouth. And then the voice came when he was, he found a cave and was, you know, just hiding in the cave and in Mount Horeb. And the Bible says that's the Mount of God. The voice came from heaven. What doest thou here, Elijah? And Elijah said, I have been very jealous of the Lord my God, and they have thrown down thine altars, and they have killed thy prophets. And I, even I only, am left. And they seek my life to take it. That's why I'm here. Implying, okay, you let them kill those other prophets, but I don't really want to die right now. So I ran. And so 
God tells him to come out to the mouth of the of the cave. And Elijah comes out and there is a high there's a there's a there's a whirlwind, a wind so strong that it broke the rocks. But the Bible says God was not in a whirlwind. Then there is a fire. Probably dramatic like the fire that God sent down after Elijah called it up. But God was not in the fire. Then there was an earthquake. God was not in the earthquake. And then a still small voice. Then period. Which, by the way, Hebrew is written, God was in the still small voice. Implying that God can operate in that he is sovereign. He can show up any manner that he wishes. And sometimes it's not dramatic. And so Elijah got time to ponder. Then another voice came from heaven, different from God's voice, asking the same question. What doest thou hear, Elijah? And Elijah was pretty determined. You know, he was very strong in the in the spirit, but he said, Hey, I have been very jealous for the Lord my God, and they have thrown down my altars, and they have killed thy prophets, and I even I only am left, and they seek my life to take it. And he's like, Yeah, but the the light show was cool. Well, my stuff didn't change, and I still don't want to die right now. And and God said, excuse me, gird up thy loins like a man. He said, anoint. Uh, Hazael, I'm sorry, anoint. Uh, Hazael. King of Syria, anoint Jehu, son of Nimshi. I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry. God told him, anoint Hazael, king of Syria. He was to anoint Jehu, son of Nimshi, king in Israel, and Elisha, prophet in his in his space, or prophet in his room in the King James version. Then God added this, and it shall come to pass that whomever escapes the sword of Hazael shall, shall Jehu slay. And he that escapes the sword of Jehu shall Elisha slay. Yet I have left me 7,000 here in Israel whose knees have never not bowed to Baal and whose lips have not kissed him. That's profound. And as I'm closing, we need to get the lesson to that. Elijah told God that I'm the only one out here hauling freight for you. And God's letting him know you may be more focal than others, but there are others. This is a team effort. I got a whole army. You're just one of the people. You're one of the generals, but we have 
foot soldiers, we have corporals, we have sergeants, we have pilots, we have, you know, uh, people that are just going to sacrifice themselves. That's their thing. We have people just like fighting rear guard, covering you in prayer. You don't even know who they are. It's never just you. And we have to remember that when we feel beset, it's never just us. When we feel alone, it's never just us. When we feel under, misunderstood, never just us. When we feel the attack of the enemy, it's just never us. They're attacking everybody. Satan hates everything God loves. And John 3.16 starts off, for God so loved the world. So even those people that serve him willingly, he hates them too. And so if he hates them, he's going to doubly hate us. Because we represent his torment forever and ever. Amen. So the people that come after you will be dealt with. That touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm stands. It's it's a heavenly edict. It's righteously spoken by a righteous God who cannot lie. And so when people vex you, when you see wicked things being done in the world, they will be dealt with by the holy God, even if it seems like it's taking too long. Even if you it seems like there's children separated from their parents at the border and being hurt by the people in in the depositories uh that's still going to be a thing they're still going to be hurt but god is going to deal with with all of that because he's a perfect god he will deal with them but they're suffering for everybody and when you when you read in chronicles and kings about Elisha and and what he was doing you will find that it's true Hazael Jehu and Elisha took care of everybody that was hunting for him uh just like everybody that was hunting for Jesus as a baby got taken care of but we don't hear those battles because we just we just know that the angel came to Joseph. Angel came to Joseph and uh, told him he can come back to uh, Jerusalem. He can come back to Israel because everybody that sought the child's life is dead. But at least, but at least this this way we know who the players are and one thing about these people other than Elisha the other two the kings they weren't saved they weren't godly men they were still ungodly and yet God had them in his plan to do good for his children and fourthly Elijah said well just kill me now because you know this ain't really working. God still didn't let him die. It's my belief, 
and there are those that don't agree with me, it's my belief that he is one of the two witnesses that show up in the book of Revelation that are killed in the street, that are doing mighty, mighty deeds, uh, calling fire from heaven and, and other, other such like things. Because there's a verse that tells us it is appointed, it, it is appointed unto man once to die and then the judgment. And there are only two people from recorded biblical history that have not died. One is Enoch and one is Elijah, Elijah. But they will be killed and then their bodies will be left in the street three days and then God will call them up from heaven and they'll stand and ascend and it'll freak people out. And the whole world will see it. So, you know, CNN and any kind of uh, other television network will be broadcasting, but God will have his way. God will have his will spotless. And if we are in his will, we are protected too. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Let them be ashamed and confounded that seek after my soul. Let them be turned backward and put to confusion that desire my heart. Let them be turned back for a reward of their shame that say, aha, aha. Let all those that seek thee rejoice and be glad in thee. And let such as love thy salvation say continually, let God be magnified. But I am poor and needy. Make haste to help me. O God, thou art my help and my deliverer, O Lord. Make no tarrying. That is my prayer this morning, as I am pressed. That is my prayer for you, as you are pressed. And as the pressing makes the oil flow, the oil that can be burned with that divine fire and kept lit, light our way. Or those steps ordered by our God will lead us where we need to be, walking together, step by step, working out our soul salvation with fear and trembling to do his will, which is the mandate for all his children, royal children, adopted into the family, grafted onto the branch the branch of eternal life. So I thank you for your listening patience. If anybody joined the call late and didn't get a chance to say good morning, please do so now. Good morning. Thanks for stepping in. Great declaration. This is Monica. Thank you, Monica. Happy Friday. Good to hear you. Hey, good morning. This is Kedra and Raymond. Awesome declaration. It spoke volumes. Thank you. Thank you, Kedra. Happy Friday.
Good morning, Andrew. This is Rochelle. Thank you for your wellspring, sir. Great word. Have a blessed day. I'm definitely lifting you up. I also just want to put it out there before we start to pray for um, Pastor Winton um, and his mom. Um, he His mom fell ill last night, so we're calling out um, Pastor Winton and his mom on this morning and throughout your day. Okay. Amen. Thank you, Rochelle. Thank you. Is there anyone else? Good morning, uh, Brother Andrew. This is Jubilant Juliet. Also hey, Julie. Thank you, Juliet. That was awesome. Thanks. I've been studying um, First Kings. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Oh, like I, 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 I'm amazed when I see. Uh, how much the the uh, the all stars, how much they they had to do and how much they had to go through, and it it just seems that it was just so easy for them to trust God for the big things, and 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 they and they got the big things, and and like Elisha when he uh, was talking to Elijah, and Elijah said, well. Uh, you, you know I'm going to be taken up, and the and and and, and the even funnier thing is these seven thousand people that Elijah didn't know. As soon as he got back from Mount Horeb, he started looking for them, and they had these little enclaves, and 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 they were called in in, in the in the in the writing they were called uh, sons of the prophets. And Elijah was going to each and every little pocket of them. And when Elisha was with him, all of the students were coming to him and said, hey, you know your master's being taken up today. And Elisha, like, didn't know that yet. And he started getting annoyed when they kept telling him every spot they stopped at. Like, hey, you know he's going up today, right? So they were, they weren't just out there they were in tune they were doing some really strong pulling for the lord and finally elijah said to Elisha, well uh he didn't say like i don't know if you know this yet but uh i'm going to be taken up today ask me what you want before i leave and you know i'll, I'll give it to you he's like pair adventure i need a double portion of your spirit He's like, mm, thou hast asked a hard thing, but if thou see me as I am taken up, it'll be granted. Otherwise, no. And so they were walking during the way and, you know, chit-chatting. And, you know, I'm sure Elijah was teaching him something along the way. And all of a sudden, uh, a chariot of fire separates the two. And a whirlwind takes him up to heaven. And as he is going up, he drops his staff and his mantle. And then Elisha exclaims, uh, the, the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof. And so he's, you know, going back to where, where he's going to be doing his work. And he's got Elijah's mantle and he has his staff. So he wraps the mantle around his staff and they were going over a brook. 
and Elijah smacked the water with his staff and the waters parted like they did for the people crossing the Red Sea. And so Elisha got to that same spot and just to test the, set the uh, blessing out, he said, where's the God of Elijah? Bam! Hit the water. Water's backed up. He walked on dry land. Never questioned it again. And it seems like, wow, it's like so picturesque. And then I look back in my life when I had those same moments and I didn't choose so well. You know, I kind of leaned, but wasn't sure. And so I, 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 when I read about those people, just being honest, I, I, it's, it's like taking a quiz in school that you didn't ace and seeing how someone actually does it right and then seeing where you messed up. They mess up too, but just not that much. So uh, thank you. Uh, appreciate your words of comfort. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning. I'm sorry. Good no, morning. no, no. Go ahead. This is Gloria. I think I got to take oh. it off this. God bless you, okay. Gloria. Happy. Yes, ma'am. God bless you. Happy Friday to you. Uh, thank you for that uh, encouraging word, the reminder that no matter what it is we think or what we think we see, that God is always in absolute control of God, and we don't have to worry or fear because he always, always, always has a ram in the bush where we think we might be, you know, not doing so great or even consider ourselves to be doing great. It's always God whose hand is in the midst and God whose hand is at work to deliver, to save, to set free and to do all that he's called us to do. It's not us, it is him. So God bless you. I thank God for you. And I forgot a task I had. There is no Friday Night Live tonight. I'm sorry about not getting in and changing the schedule. But no Friday Night Live tonight. Okay. I'm going back on you. All right. Bless you, sister. Yeah. uh, Appreciate that word. God is uh God God is awesome. But but it, it's so so Hey Andrew. Yes, ma'am. I'm sorry, this is Didi. First I wanna say thank you for being ready. I mean, my God, you're facing so much yourself, but to be able to pour into us so richly this morning, oh my God. Oh, that blessed me tremendously. But what it did for me is reminded me how uh, and Gloria just reminded me too. But no matter what we're going through, just October, you guys know when my daughter was having my first grandbaby and it was late in the midnight hour. And I knew that no matter, you know, it's it's, it's three o'clock in the morning. I can't call in the prayer call. I can't call. I could, but nobody's on it. But I had to really trust God, right? And know that he's in control no matter what we're facing. And that was really the first time that I can remember um, not really being afraid, but just to tap into that realm and go to the scriptures and go to Psalms and just trust him to get my baby through that. And the ram in the bush was that even though COVID set in and we, you know, I couldn't be there and she was at the hospital that I almost died. And so it was so much, the enemy was hitting me with so many darts, but the ram in the bush was that 
FaceTime was real, and I'm not trying to be funny, but the fact that I was able to still kind of be there with her, if that makes any sense, that also gave me a peace. But I really appreciate you this morning because I could feel you getting your strength back. I don't know what's going on, but know that, like I said this morning, my prayers are to just let God just heal you in every area of your life. I appreciate you more than you know, and thank you for just being ready this morning. I love you, brother. Thank you, Dita. I love you, too. Yeah, like 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 some sometimes it's hard, and <laughs> to, to, to to be transparent, I was hoping that okay, I'm I'm, I'm hoping uh, the declare is here because I, if they call on me, I, I don't know about this, you know. And and then while I was giving the uh, speaking out the the those residual prayer requests that we all need to keep in mind. I was like, you know, uh, you know, I like I'm I'm one of the offs in the yokes, man. I I gotta I gotta pull my weight, period. And there 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 are no do overs, and I don't know what's around the corner, and I need him to answer when I call on him. You know, I just I just need him, and we do too. And we're always going to get to the point in in our walk where we need him. And after every big blessing, we're going to need him more. Because when you get a mountaintop experience, your life is, is marked between mountaintop experiences. You know, you can't live on the mountain. We're here to go to the hedges and the highways and compel men to Christ. And, and you've, got to, you've got to go down to bring them up. But, but, but hear, what I'm, hear what I'm saying? Uh, between, you can't walk from one mountain peak to the other. You got to go down in the valley and then you come back up. Well, those valley experiences hurt. That's where the pain is. That's where the bereavement is. Moses is the only person I know that was buried like in the mountains. And God buried him inside one. So, you know, I know for every pleasurable blessing, I know there's going to be some pain down there somewhere. It's my job to find the joy in the pain or while I'm feeling the pain, still feel the joy. That's my job because Jesus said, you know, I was going to suffer. He said, it must needs be that, you know, offenses come in this world, but woe unto whom the, by whom the offenses come. It's hitting me. It's going to hit me no matter the amount of prayer I put up. It's coming after me, and he's going to allow it because his strength is manifested in my weakness. My weakness is shown when I get buffeted. They're going to hit me. They're, they're throwing blows, and they're going to land, but their weapons won't prosper. They won't prevail over me. That's not to say that I get through unscathed, and that's a little scary, but the fact that I win, I win. You know, you, you, you see some of these athletes that they'll, they'll do stuff that takes years off their life just to win. Winning is everything. And if it's true there, it's, it's double true in the, on the spiritual side. We just need, we need to win souls. So you'll risk being laughed at. You'll risk being ostracized. 
you'll risk being left out, you'll risk being lonely, you'll risk being ridiculed. Why? To win souls. But if you get one soul to say yes, the entire population of heaven rejoices. Everybody. Everybody. And God smiles too. Because you know, everybody. And, 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 but what are you risking down here? Everybody thinking that you're a joke. You're a fool. Nobody wants to hang with you. And around holidays, that could hurt. But on the other side, all of heaven remembers that time you made them jump up and praise God. You know, in addition to all the other times they're praising God. So that that's when when you were talking, that's what I was thinking. And I'm 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 so glad that you can use the technology right now to further the outreach of love. And uh it's just God's just good. God's just good. No matter what happens, God is good. So thank you, Sister Didi. Thank you, Gloria. Good morning. I like you. Good morning. Thank you, Sister. Thank you, Sister Yvonne. I'm pretty, you caught that, right? I caught most of it, not not the last part. She said, um, or the last part, she said, your it word made her feel good inside. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Yvonne. The, 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 the truth of God is, is, is good medicine. It's candy. It's sweet to us. Sometimes that's all we need. And and I was speaking to me more than I was speaking to any of you. Because, you know, there, there are just some days where it's just hard. You know, and you start. <laughs> and on, on the, yeah, on those hard yeah. days. said very hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and on those hard days, you know, everybody around you can't stop because you're having a hard day. They have their own days to, li- to deal with. And so... You, there's that isolation. And like Dee Dee said, you know, she couldn't call anybody at that hour. I'm in Pennsylvania. Nobody can swing by and see me. Nobody can check in on me except on Facebook. And if I'm not on when they're on, there's a disconnect. And so a lot of times I can feel like, well, you know, nobody really knows I'm here just because of circumstances. And everybody feels like that at some point. But for me, you know, the people that that I can go to, you know, to pray and know that they're not just going to, and God, please bless Andrew, and leave it at that. You know, they're on the other side of the country. Because everybody that prays to God doesn't pray the same way. They don't pray with depth. They don't pray towards the issue. They just mentioned your name. And that's good, too. But I'm saying, like, you know, when, you know, when, 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 when uh, I'm in the ER and I need, I need the Lord right now, 
I need somebody to go to war for me. And uh, the word of God gives confidence. The word of God gives substance. The word of God is a rock, hard and ragged. It's not going anywhere. And if you can get to it, you can stand on it. If you can get to it, you can get in it. And you're, you know, that rock is going to be a covert against the wind. It's going to block that storm. You know, if you can hide in it, they can't get to you. All you got to do is get to the get to the rock, and from there, build your defense. Yeah. From there, build your offense. Go to war from that. You'll always win. You can't lose that way. Now you get you get nicked up getting there. You know. And it's a it's 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 a hard climb sometimes to get in that right spot because as 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 we mature in the word, you know, the attacks get stronger, the attacks get more pervasive. Mm-hmm. Whereas before they sent one of those like under under ranked imps after you. Hey, now 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 you're starting to make a difference. So they'll send like three stronger you know, fallen angels after you. Okay, so your attacks are going to be more varied. They're not going to use the same old tactics. Then what do you do? Well, you got to step up your prayer game. And, you know, that's everybody. So it's cool that we're intercessor prayers, but we have to raise our game, our, our level of intercession. Because as we rise, people, you know, as we rise, our attacks are going to get tougher. And the, and, and the people we pray for, their attacks are going to get tougher. So yeah. the person that you prayed to 10 years ago is still where you go. But oftentimes, you can't pray the same prayer you prayed 10 years to cover that person. But see, there there are some problems that Jesus told us only come out only get resolved by fasting and praying. Jesus also told us that some problems, you don't have to ask me to deal with them. You speak to the problem. You speak to the rock. Because if you just have a, a modicum of faith, you can speak to that mountain and say, be thou removed, and it'll be cast into the sea. So is your problem a rock problem, or is your problem something else? Do you need God to come down and deliver me? Do, do you know? Do you need to? Do I need Him to shake my my dungeon, or do I just need the staff of someone that taught me to trust in God and just do it like He did? Bam, and the waters move. Well, it takes discernment and wisdom to know the difference between the two. And until you know that difference, your prayers may be, it may be one of those things where God's like, you got the authority over this, and you're still asking him to do it. Then there's that disconnect. So, uh, yeah, uh, when, whenever, whenever I, I speak, I tend to be scripture heavy, because that's all I know that's right. Anything else I say might not be so right. Anything else I say might not be right for everybody except me who's listening. 
but if I can stay in on that word, I, I know I know whether anybody says they hear me, I know they hear me because the word is truth. And if I'm speaking truth, I'm okay. Does anybody else have any questions or comments? Just real quick, um, as you was talking, um, Brother Andrew, I was just, the Holy Spirit was just really speaking to me as far as, because I felt what you were saying. Um, I agree with you. That's how I feel sometimes, too, you know. And one thing that I just want to say is that, that um, to get more into his presence, and that's what I want to, um, from not even about the distractions, but it's just more about um, him expanding me in my territory and guiding me more deeply into my prayer life. And, you know, because I, 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 I do the same thing, you know, I'll be like, okay, let me get these scriptures together. Let me make sure <laughs> I'm praying the word, you know. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. and then, you know what I mean? And you know, like, because I know the word is true and it's not going to return void, you know, and all those things. And so, yes, you know, as far as right now, I just feel him saying, you know, um, you know, that authenticness that, that I seek, that authentic love that I seek is, is real, really, really only going to come from him and his presence, you know, that, that loneliness that I, you know, that's inside of me. So, um, I don't know, maybe I'm speaking to you also and it can what we're seeking is 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 maybe is needed to get more deeply in his presence. You know, so um yeah. And I just I just really feel that right now and as far as with my with our prayer life, you know, so mm-hmm. so it could just be more expanded in that way. Because for me I just feel like I allow the distractions to hit me in my mind and in my, um, at that time, you know, especially when it's on the line. Now, if I'm praying for someone else that's like right here, one-on-one, it's totally different. So, you know, it's just all about, um, not allowing the enemy to get in my, my, my spirit or my mind at that time and just really depend on the presence of the Lord. And the more I seek him, like now when I just seek and meditate, I can feel that and I feel the peace. And then I just, the Holy Spirit can just flow. So I just, I'm going to keep you lifted, my brother, because I just feel that we got to be more present with one another. So I will be present in praying for you today. And I just want to do um, that. Thank you. Thank you, sister. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate it. <laughs> hey, Andrew. Well, well, yes, ma'am. It's Didi. Uh, that Mona got me over here. Y'all got, I got, I got, my nose is burning because I got so much <laughs> Clorox and stuff in this water for this school. But what you said about that prayer life is so true. Um, if you're praying the same prayer, because, you know, God hears our heart. I get that. But we got to make sure that our prayers are effective and strategic. And I think Dion says like this. You can't be doing those little pity pat prayers because we are at war. Spiritual warfare is real. It's turned up. The attack is on the mind. So, Mona, don't think it's strange. Those darts are going to come. Oh, yeah. Ready, aim, fire. Andrew, when you are talking about him sending out the little, I, I look at it as the rookie agent, when you're just kind of like mediocre with your walk, but when you start walking higher and your walk gets stronger, he sends out his best because he's an, it's, it's organized, right? So you have yeah. to know that it's agents that are sent out, assigned to distract you, assigned to get you off, assigned to get you not paying attention when somebody is really saying, pray for me. 
okay, but they're really not. So that's that's where intercessory for me is real. I don't play about praying for people. I mean, I'm goofy as all get out. Y'all know I'm silly. I like to have fun. But when it comes to warfare, that's not that's not when I I play. You got to really get into the word to know the word, right? And to really know that God wants your heart to be, you know, not praying about people, but praying for people. Because to me, that makes a difference. That's, that, that, that's even helped me in my marriage. You know, I used to pray, oh, get those get them prayers, and he ain't doing this, and he ain't doing that. And the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit was like, listen, you need to focus on you and stop telling me, like, I'm going to tell them. No, don't do them tell them prayers, but pray for the situation. Mm-hmm. And it'll, it'll change. So I thank you. And, again, I hear that because I'm around a whole bunch of people, and I still get lonely. It's just something about this yeah. walk because sometimes when you want to share stuff, like I'm a little off, so some people won't understand when you've been on the other side of, when you've been on death side and you come back, you're not the same. So everybody don't get you. And I, I you know, so it used to bother me because it hurts my feelings, but that confidence got turned up. So now I just got to walk and get God's approval, pray for my um, people and keep it popping. So again, you can reach out to me too, Andrew. I don't care what Time of time of day or night, just know that I'm here for you, and I mean that from my heart. Gotcha. Thank you. Thank you, Andrew. Yes. This is Diane. Like Diddy uh-huh. said, sometimes you can, you know, when people ask you for prayer, you can just say, "Can we pray right now?" That's me. I mm-hmm. will pray for you right now, and and keep you in my prayers. I I you know. Most of the prayers are declare victory. I keep them. I always pray over them. And it's, you know, I don't know. Some people may be healed from what they what they uh, ask for, but I still pray over their lives because, you know, when God is working in our lives, when we're growing, things are uh, constantly changing. Even you are changing on the inside. If you stay in that word every day, God says to pray with all types of prayers. And so, yeah. we, you know, we we don't pray, and then we have to pray for ourselves because God said if we don't pray for ourselves, we, it, it, you know, it, it doesn't benefit us because we have to invite him into our life to pray and for him to intervene for us. And a lot of people don't believe in prayer, but they're, they're lost. And, and, and my prayer is that all of those, that that say that they are God's children need to believe in prayer because prayer is the foundation of God, and so you, you that's the that's the communication thing. We need to always pray and always pray for each other, no matter what. Even if you're just thinking of them, you know, if you're thinking of them, it's a reason why you're thinking of them, and just pray for them right then and there. But we'll get, amen. Uh, our prayer functions is our communication link to headquarters. Okay, we're, we're in we're in the army. We're in warfare. Exactly. Okay, and we and we are on foreign territory because we're told in scriptures this world is not our home. Okay, we'll be going back. We will be called back to our home when the war is over. In the meantime, we are bivouacked here. Okay, and we are we are operating with a hostile force arrayed against us. 
that is indigenous to this area that we've been sent. Okay, this is their place and they can see us coming. Didn't you ever notice that if you're watching TV or going to a movie, the only faith they really make fun of is ours? All the others, you know, you don't really see them making fun of Jewish people or Jewish people like practicing. Uh, you never see them clowning Islam. You don't see them really showing Buddhism in a bad light. It's usually got some martial art aspect to it. And, and even with the racist colonial mindset, those faiths are pretty much left alone. Uh, Hinduism, the same way. It's almost made noble, but they'll make fun of Jesus at, at, at the drop of a hat. They'll make fun of priests. They'll make fun of baptism. I mean, you know, you can go from Monty Python all around the comedic scope. It seems that everybody, George Carlin, for those that are older, everybody does something to crown Christianity. So we, we got a lot of enemies, a lot of enemies. The fact that some of the uh, most ardent racists call God their heavenly father too. Okay, that should alarm everybody. Now, but the thing is, who spent more time praying for that than getting ready for virtual church last Sunday for those churches that are still uh, just online? You know, like we, we, we're, we're an army and we're out here and we're fighting with tools that are not carnal, but you know, we got to step, step it up. It's not enough to be shocked and chagrined when evil stuff happens, you know. Now, just because we're praying for something doesn't mean it's in God's will that it happened the way we pray. So because it happened, the prayer didn't work. Well, you pray to miss. You got to stay plugged in. And that staying plugged in is prayer. And prayer isn't always us talking to the Father. Prayer is also us listening to the Father. And sometimes he's kind of quiet. But you still have to stay in that mindset. And you have to stay, you know, with that present set of, set of thoughts tuned and gripped on him and the beauty of his holiness. And if you do that, then you know, you will grow. And in that grow, you'll get stronger. And in that strength, you'll be able to discern better and pray. Because we're also told in the scriptures that, you know, don't pray like the Pharisees. Because they, they think they're going to be heard for their much speaking. Nope, they got their reward. But when you, you need to pray, you go into your closet and shut the door. Do it privately. He didn't say how long to stay in there. Because before he picked his disciples, he prayed all night. You know, when Peter was sinking when he was walking on the water, his prayer was more quick, quickly spoken. Lord save me. 
Okay, both prayers were answered in the positive, but circumstances will direct you to what method that you use. But that takes maturity, and that takes you, you know, getting calluses on your spiritual knees, you know, bowing down and bowing low, and just letting him decide what you need to do, because we're after all in the army, and Jesus is our general. And everybody else takes orders, including us. But I, 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 I so enjoy uh, the brothers and sisters on this call, and they give me strength. And it's just, I just enjoy. I just enjoy. I don't always, I always run off at the mouth because I get excited about the Bible and what God is doing in lives and. The more mature I get, the more I see his handiwork. I could, you know, hold things up all day, and I don't, I don't want to do that. But uh, I, I enjoy this. I enjoy this so much. But if there's, if there's no other before us, I'd like to close us off in prayer. All wise Heavenly Father, you are in every good and perfect gift. As we bow before you in our spirits, Father, we just want to thank you for who you are. We want to thank you for what you are to us. Father God, you are a healer. Father God, you are our protector. Father God, you are our savior. Father God, you are our provider. You've given us our daily bread. You promised us to protect us. From all harm you promised us to rebuke the devourer for our sake father god we thank you for what you're doing and father we ask that you extend those arms of love and protection to the declarer this morning who could not make it whose mom is in distress father god we ask you to go to them right now in the name of jesus and rectify the situation according to your will and word. Father God, we ask that you calm minds with your peace. Father God, we ask you that you reduce fear and fretting. Father God, just manage their minds and hearts. Pull them by the strands of their minds, Father God, to, to have them focus on you and your goodness, Father, and put their trust fully in you. Father God, I ask you to look upon us, everyone that was on this call this morning, those that are on the call still. Bless us through the day, Father God. Go before us and make easy our way. Alert us to those souls that need to hear the good news of your gospel through us. Let us know who we need to approach, Father, with a kind word or a small gesture just to let them know that your love abides. Father God, help us. Give us strength where we need it. Lift us where we're down, Father. Build us up where we're torn. Prop us up, Father. Just, we need you, Father. Speak to us through your word. Speak to us in the quiet. Speak to us in the, in the silence, Father. Let your virtue cover us in that embrace. We need you, Father God. We love you. 
forgive us for our sins, Father. Those sins that we didn't even know were sins that hurt or harmed, Father, forgive us for them. Give us another chance, Father God. Thank you for the chances and re-chances that you gave us. Prepare us, Father, for more work. Prepare us, Father, for more blessings. And we will praise your name in the gates. These and other blessings we ask in your son Jesus' name as we plead the blood on our friends and foe alike. Amen. Amen. Thank you this morning. Amen. Amen. Have a good day.
God, we 